Good evening, Newark Church family. It is great to be back with you all. I've had a few weeks of vacation and uh, took some much needed time for some rest and relaxation. Uh, but I can assure you that I am feeling refreshed and I am ready to roll. Uh, tonight we're continuing our series on self-care. And I'm going to bring to you a particular aspect of that. But before I do, we're going to pray. Let's ask God to be in our midst tonight. Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to gather together in your name. We thank you for your presence, Lord Jesus. We thank you for your goodness toward us, Lord, for your protection and your provision. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. God, be in our midst tonight. Open our hearts and our minds to your word. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We ask it all in that wonderful name of Jesus. The church said amen. Amen. Well, tonight I'm going to talk to you um, specifically about exercise and nutrition. Now, I turned 50 last year, and the older I get, the more I understand the value of those two things. And maybe some of you have also, and maybe you, some of you are young and, you know, feeling invincible, and you figure, you know, eh, it's no big, I'll just eat and, and drink and be merry, and, you know, all will be well. Well... Word of caution, it'll catch up with you. Uh, but anyway, I'm going to go to the scriptures tonight and let's see what we can find. The scriptures don't really deal with exercise and nutrition overtly, uh, at least not what I found. Uh, but I do have some scripture here that I think that can shed some light on God's thoughts about that. So one, uh, when Paul was talking to the church in Corinth, um, about the self-destructive practice of fornication. This is what he says in 1 Corinthians 6. I'm reading from the KJV. And it says, flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price, Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So one thing I want to draw up from that scripture, and I'm not going to get deep into the whole fornication thing because that's not the uh, topic of my message tonight. But I want to draw out to you that God refers to our bodies as the temple of the Holy Ghost. Okay, This is where God's spirit dwells, and therefore we should glorify God in our bodies. Now what that means to you uh, maybe one thing, but at least at the very minimum, we need to have some respect for our bodies. Um, and so, um, as I mentioned in the beginning, that we are complex beings, right? We are mind and we are heart and we are soul. You know, the scriptures talk about that when God says, you know, you know that we should you know, worship God with, our, with all of our heart, with all of our mind, and with all of our soul. Um, but more obvious to us as human beings is that we are body, right? Anybody ever seen your soul? You ever seen your soul, right? We, if, you, if you've seen your mind, maybe you refer to that as your brain, which where, where the mind resides, if you will. But most of us, we don't even see those parts of our bodies, but uh, of our being. But we see our bodies, so we are also body, um, and it, and. The fact that we're a body is so obvious that God uses the analogy of the body to speak to us about roles. 
not rolls as in our muffin tops. Well, this topic is about exercise. Uh, you know, not 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 those kind of roles, um, but but rather the areas in which we function as members of the spiritual body and as members of the same body, how um, we should honor each part and how each part should care for the other part. So God uses this whole analogy of the of the human body to speak to us about how the spiritual body should function. So as I read a portion of text from 1 Corinthians 12, I want you to think about your physical body instead of the spiritual body that God is talking about. So in this particular matter, I want you to think about the physical as God talks to the Corinthian church um, through Paul about the spiritual body. So I'm going to pick up at 1 Corinthians uh, 12 around verse 14. And it says, I want you to think about how all the all this makes you more significant, not less. So he's talking about the different members of the body, how um, it should make you understand the, the significance of your part um, and not uh, look at yourself as insignificant. So he says, a body isn't just a single part blown up into something huge. It's all the different but similar parts arranged and functioning together. If foot said, I am not elegant like hand, embellished with rings, I guess I don't belong to this body. Would that make it so? If ear said, I'm not beautiful like I, limpid and expressive, I don't deserve a place on the head. Would you want to remove it from your body? And if the body was all eye, how could it hear? If all ear, how could it smell? As it is, we see the body has carefully placed, I'm sorry, we see that God has carefully placed each part of the body where he wanted. So notice that each part of the body has a particular place. But I also want you to think about how it keeps how this keeps your significance from getting blown up into self-importance. So, so he's saying, don't go too far the other way. Okay? Don't see yourself as insignificant, but don't see yourself as overly important either. For no matter how significant you are, it is only because of what part, um, it is only because of what you are a part of. So you've got to see how you're connected to the larger part. Okay, An enormous eye or a gigantic hand wouldn't be a body, but a monster. What we have is one body with many parts, each its proper size and in its proper place. No part is important on its own. Can you imagine I telling hand, get lost, I don't need you, or head telling foot, you're fired, your job has been phased out. <laughs> As a matter of fact, in practice, it works the other way. The lower the part, the more basic and therefore necessary. You can live without an eye, for instance, but not without a stomach. When it's a part of your own body, you are concerned with it. It makes no difference whether the part is visible or clothed, higher or lower. You give it dignity and honor just as it is without comparisons. If anything, you have more concern for the lower parts than the higher. If you had to choose, wouldn't you prefer good digestion 
to full-bodied hair. I know I say this every time, but I do love the message version. It cracks me up. The way God designed our bodies is a model for understanding our lives together as a church. Every part depended on every other part. The parts we mention and the parts we don't. The parts we see and the parts we don't see. If one part hurts, every other part is involved in the hurt and in the healing. If one part flourishes, every other part enters into the exuberance. So here, again, Paul slash God is using the analogy of the human body to explain to the Corinthian church the importance of each part of the, of the church uh, functioning well and operating in its right place uh, in the right manner. So what can we understand from God's analogies about the human body? few things that I pulled out here, and I'm sure there's more, but I'm going to pull out a few things. Um, one, that our bodies are made up of many parts. There's a logic and usefulness to those parts. Where they're located matters. I wonder how weird it would be if your ear was on the bottom of your foot and your ear is responsible for hearing. Um, what size those parts are matters. Uh, what function each part has. How the function of one part affects another part, whether that be good or bad. When it's a part of your own body, you're concerned with it. That's what it said up in, in, in early in Corinthians 12. So we should be concerned with our bodies for, for a number of reasons. One, we only get one. All right. So it really matters. You only get one body. I know some of you say, oh, when we get to heaven, you know, we'll have a new body. Well, you ain't there yet. All right. And so we got this one body right now. And so how we care for that matters. Now, I can already hear some of you saying, this body is temporary. What really matters is our spiritual health. Well, that makes me think of what uh, Paul said to Timothy in 1 Timothy 4. Uh, I'll read you an excerpt from that, from the message. It says, exercise daily in God. No spiritual flabbiness, please. Workouts in the gymnasium are useful, but a disciplined life in God is far more so, making you fit both today and forever. So even though Paul said, yes, we should you know, put an emphasis on our spiritual life, if you will. He also said that workouts, exercising in the gym, are useful. And we know that. We are not just spirit beings. We are, we, we have a physical body. And that requires certain things in order for it to work optimally. And so let me just have you consider a few things as, you, as, we, as we kick around this topic of exercise and nutrition. Uh, first, God made our body. Scripture says that we are wonderfully and beautifully made. Uh, they are fascinating. Our bodies are fascinating and intricate. A lot of detail uh, was put into its making. Right? I've worked in healthcare all my adult life. Um, I've worked for neurosurgeons, for cardiologists, for ENT docs. And I mean, our bodies are fascinating. Lots of detail has gone into uh, the proper functioning of them, 
how everything works together. Uh, again, the pullback in the scripture that uh, from Corinthians when God talks about how the body, the church work, should work together. Um, and at least in our original creation, God didn't think of these bodies as disposable. Right? If you recall, these bodies were meant to last forever. Right? Humans were not created to die. Obviously, that came after the fall. Um, and just my point in saying that is these bodies were built to last. Um, we only get one. Right? Even though we know that eventually, yes, we're going to pass on. This, this, this body is going to uh, is going to fail. This, we know we're going to die. But while you have it, right, this is it. You got one till heaven. And so how we care for our bodies will greatly affect how well we live in them. So however long or however short, right? How you care for them is going to affect the quality of your life. So you heard the saying trash in, trash out, right? And so um, it does matter for the quality of our lives, what we do with these bodies. Um, also, what you put into your body, how you care for your body, and also affect how long you live, right? You know, trash your body is going to shorten your lifespan. Uh, potentially, and I know there's some outlying, you know, uh, situations where people you know, trash their bodies and they live, you know, until 100, that kind of thing. But overall, just speaking generally here, um, how you care for your body is going to impact how you live. And science has proven the benefits of exercise and you know, stretching, you know, for circulation and things like that. Uh, eating well. You ever heard the phrase, move it or lose it? Right. Some of us that are a little bit older. You know, we know about that. You know, if you don't stretch these bodies, keep those joints moving. If you don't walk and, and you know, uh, you know, get that blood flow, keep that blood flow circulating properly through your heart and your, your other organs and things, you know, move it or lose it. Right. These bodies were meant to move. Um, you know, just picking on one particular uh, health issue that we face uh in the United States in particular, you know, uh, there's a, we have a lot of diabetics in the United States. We, we are a sugar loving country. We love sugar. And, uh, you know, when you're, when your body's not able to handle all that sugar, it will break down. And when that part breaks down, whatever part that is, and again, that, that, that whole, um, intricate system that God has put into place, you know, just if you know if you're a diabetic or you know a diabetic, you understand what sugar does to our bodies. And when that gets out of whack, um, you know how it affects other parts of the body. Uh, that's just one kind of random example there. But uh, there's lots of health issues we face because we don't um, eat well, you know, vegetables and protein and, and carbs, the balance of those things. And so at the very least. We should at least respect our bodies and not utterly trash them. Right? You have it. God made it. You need it to last for however long it is that your days are on this earth. And, you know, we should at least respect these bodies. Do right by them. So I'll leave you with this. We only get one. And it belongs to God. Take care of it, even though it's temporary. You will need it until you get to the other side. That's all I'm going to say about that. Good night. God bless you. I look forward to seeing you all tomorrow.